When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hey, we got the Rhino. Football. We got film. You notice my, that my mic just got unmuted. Yeah, I muted you. It had to get, it had to get muted yeah. for a minute. Yeah, when we start the podcast and say, hey, quiet, everyone. Right. And there's Booney just like laughing. <laughs> I sort of like it. I sort of like where yeah, going. Judd likes it. You know, well, you know what else we have. Today. You know what else we have. We got a victory, boys. It's victory Monday! Victory Monday! A win is a win is a win. I'm so glad you said In that. In the National Football League. No, I'm so glad you said that because I know I've been saying that for a long time. And I promise you it's true. It's very, very true. <laughs> But, but when you're about to go down in the history books as the worst game ever, it's not very fun on the way home. Like, I know everyone's like, yeah, we're seven and six. Like, we're crushing, right? <laughs> Coaches are like, hey, come over here. Come sit next to me. The whole plane ride. <laughs> Let's have a talk. The whole plane ride. The post-game this- locker room speech was the best because usually, like, Kevin O'Connell finds a way to give out game balls to everyone, right? And he did He did give a game ball to all the defensive players. But he starts the – he starts the po- Here we go, guys. All right. You know what, boys? Okay. You know, not the way we drew it up. We'll start with the offense. Offense. Uh, no turnovers. Yep. He literally goes like, no turnovers. Nice job. Okay, let's talk about the defense. Here we go. Let's talk about the real heroes today, okay? Unsung heroes today. They had oh to God. hold the Raiders to zero or the Vikings Dude, would not have won that game. Yeah. That was the, the meme of that game is the stick figure poking the Vikings logo, like, do something. <laughs> do something now. Like, uh, God, Aiden O'Connell couldn't. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Listen, it's one of those games where you're just so frustrated because nothing's going. You're giving up too many sacks. It's not going right. All of a sudden, you got to pull the pasture, got to put in Nick Mullins, and everyone's like, okay, now what are we doing, right? It gives a little bit of a pulse. It's crazy how that happens, isn't it? I'm telling you, I still can't put my finger on why that happens, but the minute they do a quick change like that, the guy coming in that's like, hey, who cares? Let's just go. You're like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever, right? And it just somehow it starts working again. But yeah. 
honestly, dude, the run game's got to get going. They have to – and I'm starting – and listen, hear me, everyone. I love KOC. I love him. Oh, no. You know I do. He's uh, fired. Bring it on. Bring it on. Declan fires someone's anybody. ass right now. Here dude, we go. You lost your starting quarterback. I'm not firing anybody. Bring I'm it just on. saying. Yep. Maybe a little bit more belief in the run game would help a lot of this. Easy. Yeah. Nobody's getting fired. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're you questioning things. Your... It's good. It's I'm, good. I'm not questioning things. I'm just saying, yeah, hey, listen, are. I see at times the run game starting to work a little bit. I know people are like, well, the time's just three yards. It doesn't matter. It's still a nice run. It's getting them to think more than anything. And at the same time, it's taking a lot off the quarterback. It's taking a lot off the whole team. It's running the play clock down. It's beating down on the defense. I just see times where all of a sudden there's a big run, and then we turn around and pass, pass. And it's like, yeah, is is passing the ball 36 times no. in a game like that necessary? No, got backup it's quarterbacks. Not. They're not. They can't score over there. Andy either. Connell ain't like, doing anything. He is not doing anything. Yeah, literally. I don't think it took anyone to realize that. That's why I'm saying, like, as I'm watching this game, I'm like, man, you know, there's some really nice runs going on. At times, they're breaking through. At times, they're just slamming their head against the defense, which is still fine, too, because it's beating on them. And then all of a sudden, it's like third and two when we're passing. It's like, you know, if I'm, if I'm KOC, I'm running it. Why? Because I'm putting the defense in a bind. If anything, I'm going to get in gun, and I'm going to fake the handoff, maybe do some RPOs. I'm just going to take a little bit off the quarterback's plate. Clearly, he's on a little bit too much duress right now. He's taking too many hits. We're letting guys run through the A-gap. You sent me that clip this morning. I, I swear to God, Mackie, it took me 30 minutes to figure out that play last night. I was literally watching We've got it. that one queued up I here, like too. Yeah, literally like, I like it. Well, now, how the hell does this happen, right? Like, you got a guy who's getting hit in the backfield a lot. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You're going to get hit. Shut up and take it. But when you let a dude chase him down from the A-gap, you put him in an unwinnable situation. And then in the back of his mind, he starts thinking, well, how well are these guys playing? Is everybody giving up on me? Is this how it's going to be the rest of the game? This dude's just going to run through the A-gap and chase my ass down, and I can't do anything about it? Like, this becomes problems, right? Then all of a sudden, you put Nick in, and everything's like, oh, we're good again. We're just here. Here's a 40-yard zipper right across the back. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, where was this the whole game? Were you kidding me? It's amazing. When would you have made the move from uh, Dobbs to Mullins? When he did. When he did. I thought oh, you wouldn't have done it at halftime? No. Oh, wow. You would have waited? No, I would have, I would have let him come wow. out. I'd have been like, yo, dude, this is it. Like, and I'd have let, and I'm sure you let everybody know, hey, this is it. You're, you're riding here or you're not. After this, we're putting Nick in. We have to do something. This is a 0-0 zero, zero game. Right. And at some point, even I was sick of the announcers talking about how bad it was. Oh, it's, it's going to be the first time. 0-0. Huh? Zero, zero. <laughs> never happened. It's been 30 times, but never has it gone a full regular. Like with two minutes left, I was like, God, if he misses this field goal, I swear to God. He missed the first <laughs> one. He could easily miss the second. And we're talking about this tomorrow morning. Yeah, Mark Sanchez, by the way, I think if I could go back to Declan's pie chart of praise, I would have added a six slice just for his hair. Great hair. I thought his hair What's was the highlight. With the highlight talk there. about that Is it a, a mullet or what would you, how would you classify what that? Doing. Mark, stop it. What's his age? I tra- he's Mark? the same age he's as me. We trained together coming out 35? of the combine. Yeah, that looks, really like good, going, that, that looks like a guy going. That looks like a guy going through a little bit of an early midlife crisis. <laughs> like he's like, you know what? I gotta slick this hair up. I gotta do something. I'm with calling this hair. a zero zero game. Yeah, I, my life know, sucks. Sure I used to be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> I was a hero in New York for a split second. Could you imagine the criticism he got today for that zero zero game? He was probably like, guys, it was zero zero. There was nothing to talk yeah, he's about. He's not wrong. He he. I would say he's, he's actually wrong. gotten he's gotten pretty good as a just like an entertaining color commentator. At one point. They bring in like Dean Blandino and they're they're go I think it was the sideline play 
Like, oh, do you think he dragged this? He bobbled it, but do you think he dragged the second tone? And Sanchez is like, for the sake of anyone scoring, it looks like he's into me. Looks good to me, Bob. He's thinking the same thing we all are. Just give it to him, please, God. He did, yeah. Carissa. Here's what's even crazier. Mac, you remember last week at OLC, we were talking about that 0-6 to game. We were all laughing at it like, oh, my God. I know. And here, the next week, it ends up, I was literally, and then the game's going on. I'm like, it can't beat last week's game. It can't. Six to nothing. What a bunch of losers. Someone's going to kick it on, right? Someone's going to trip into the end zone and fall. No. No, two minutes left for kicking field goals, and then everyone's headbutting the kicker like, you saved us! I'll tell you right now, that's the first time that we ever went crazy at a 3 nothing game like that. We were talking about this, too, on uh, the other, like, the main Purple Daily episode today. Uh, Greg Joseph probably saved his own job by making, because he's, like, 30th in field goal percentage this year, and if he doesn't kick that, so he was kicking for the game and his job if he doesn't make that one. No, you're definitely getting cut at the end of the year, for sure. Uh, All right, do you guys uh, guys want to... We've, let's start with the, the defense. We mm. we break down film here, trenches with Boone every let's single week. Fun stuff first. You're on right. Purple you know Daily. Leave everybody going home with sour grapes. I like that. You know what, Mackie? <laughs> well, can you turn your mic up a little bit too? By the way, on air no. production meeting. Do you want just me tur- to? Yeah, yeah so just turn up can. a little bit. I got you maxed out on, on the side. There you go. All right. Much there we better. go. Okay, this will be good. Got the um, new mic. I know. Before before we dive in here, a shout out to our friends. Over at Surly. I think we're all going to need a couple before I die loggers to get through this oh, film. We're going to start with the defense, oh, though, so it won't be. As you bad. know what? I don't care. Before I die, Furious, Logic Bomb, whatever you, you were sipping on Sunday, I hope you had a lot of it because to get through that football game, uh, your, your friends, our friends from Surly Brewing, certainly would have come in uh, very handy. Before I die, of course, speaks to this show. It speaks to the fact that before we die, we want to see a, a Super Bowl championship, but really, Sunday was just trying to get through a game, and Surly always there for you. And of course, when you're sipping on a Surly, no matter what the can is, show us your cans on Twitter slash X at Jay Zolgad at Score North. Always love to see the Surly you're drinking. Uh, amen. Also, a shout out to our friends at Zero Res. Make sure you got, okay, you got friends and family gatherings at your home. You know, I think if you got eight, uh, four little critters running around too, like the Boone household, your carpet's probably dirty. Your home probably needs a professional clean. And that's where Zero Res comes in. There's no better way to deep clean your house and your carpets than with Zero Res. You can get the Score North special if you go to zeroresminnesota.com or call 952 Zero Res. Ask for the Score North special. It's three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129. That's zeroresminnesota.com or 9520res. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same, zero res. Uh, can't say there wasn't any res on this game from yesterday, but let's start with the defense, Booney. We've got a handful Dude. of defensive plays, and then we'll look at the uh, the offensive crap. Look at Which is fair. Look at all that purple. I, hey, I know, right? <laughs> Travel well. I, I will say this. Defensively, Ivan Pace Jr. was just all over the Dud. field. Just studly. Yeah. Fun to watch, too. And I think probably because I really miss Kendricks in the middle, and I do. I'm just, he was my locker mate, and I was a big softie towards him. But seeing somebody that can finally start to play like him, dude, it is so fun. Undrafted. So this is, dude, this this, is early in the game here, how about, setting the tone. How, how about we fall down, got back up, still got the sack. He fell down and still got the sack. This is incredible. I love this. Here we go. This is just, we already know this, Flores defense, right? Who's coming? Who's going? What are we doing? Just puts the whole offensive line in a bind at the same time. Pause. 
Mackie, if you're the center right now, who's down? Like you would even know, so right? I'm, like it I'm, just I'm, gets I'm crazy. Account- well, I'm accounting for right these guys right here, the big the big dudes here. This is one. Correct. I think Daniil's not even on the field for this snap, right? They got Pat Patrick yep. Jones, who's yeah, Patrick, yeah, right there is in here. So you got to account for these four guys, but don't you yep. also in Flores's defense? I would be accounting for Ivan Pace, who's a pass sure. rushing linebacker up this absolutely, close, right? especially after the game that he was on. I'd have been like, hey, listen, this guy's starting to show up in a big way. Let's start taking account for him. But anyways, here we go. Roll it. Are you sliding left here though? Because there's no, four I'm almost positive the... they're going to the right. Because yeah, yeah. There you go. see, he's going to Ivan Pace, which is the smart thing to do, right? Here's where this gets really fun. This is this is great pro. It's great pro. We talk about this all the time. It's the one thing we don't want the running back to do. Cut. Don't cut. Oh mm. no. Don't cut. Why? Because when you have a young quarterback who doesn't know what's going on, that guy's going to get up and tackle him. Like, the best part about this is the running back gets up and filters away like, quick, throw it to me. <laughs> he knows what's happening. He's oh, an God. idiot. Oh, and if we do, we always tell you guys, don't cut. Why? Because you don't know if he's going to throw the ball or not, right? Like, it's just you being a coward and getting out of it. Here, he gets up and makes, look, the right, oh, throw it here, throw it here. <laughs> As he's getting tackled, <laughs> give me the ball. This is just a great effort, honestly. Great effort. You, you very rarely do you see guys get cut, get back up, and still make the sack, which is just shows to the effort. But at the same time, the coverage is great, right? Like he's got nowhere to go. Pocket was good. Yeah, it's just as uh, Troy, yeah, Troy Die and uh, Patrick Jones, who haven't, you know, haven't. They're not like starting players. They're not getting all the snaps, but they come in here in a, in a rotation and do a good job on this play. One more look at this. Pan- a little cut. It's, panic. It's, oh, my God. Ah, nice. When I saw this in live TV, I was like, oh, my God. He got up and still got the sack. Should be this, for two. So this here, it's a third down and five. Yep. And uh, Doing a whole got, lot of nothing got, on third down. Love I'll it. run this we for go. you guys. But Daniil Hunter over the center to start this play, and then you'll kind of see how this pause plays. It, pause it. Before, pause it. Before you play this, I remember watching this live. This, I feel bad for the center, and I'm most positive it's Britt. Um. Centers aren't asked to do a lot, right? Like, they're not asked to be very athletic. There's not a lot of Jason Kelsey's out there in the league right now. The minute that he looked up and saw 9-9, I guarantee you he shit himself and was like, God, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> got to be kidding me. Look at this. He doesn't even move his feet, and that's where he gets beat is he gets so far back off the ball. He gets so afraid because it is 99 that he's like, oh, my God, I got to get off the ball. Which way is he going to go? And he ends up stopping his feet, and you'll see it. The minute that Daniil makes a move, he's going to fake him and then go back right there. See how he stops his feet? It, it, it's too easy. It's almost at the same time, like when you're coming out here and you have this young quarterback here and he looks up and he sees all this guy's pause. See how everybody's in a two-point stance except for one guy? It's all this misdirection, this confusion, this who am I, who is he, who's he, is he dropping, is he coming? Here, we're simple, right? We're 5-0 across the board. But at the same time, when you go 5-0, you put that center who's not asked to do athletic things a lot to be on the most athletic person on the field. We're clearly in man coverage, right? We go in motion. We go across. Yep. We know what we're doing. But now this is where all of a sudden the offensive line has to bow up. Huge, huge bow up session here because everybody's on an island. Nobody gets any help on this. So they always tell you, get off the ball. But what he does a bad job of here at center is he stops his feet. So the minute that Daniil kind of hits him with the okie doke, he doesn't know what to do. And he just kind of becomes this, we call it a revolving door. You just allow him to pass by you. And at the same time, here comes DJ Wanham on the inside on this twist. My bad. Dude, uh, it's, and then, it's, yeah, you got Wanham coming across two 
can I say across two gaps? Is that two football? Leagues? Well, yeah, it's like it's a three man twist, and this is why they do this because they know all five of us. Pause. See, all five of us are on islands, and right now you have Daniil, who's just straight up abusing the center, right? Like he's just like in here, like a grown man, like move. But at the same time, watch the right tackle and the right guard. They don't get this twisted off, but they don't get it twisted off because the center. And I'm gonna say that because he should be switching all this with them. But technically, the two on the right really mess this up because it's a great punch, but he misses with his feet. Same thing. I stop my feet, which allows the D tackle to get by me, which starts to put pressure on this right tackle, right? And oh, by the way, nobody's even blocking DJ Wano. Like, this is why it's a problem. When you can do this regularly, like his deep dude, I, this is my biggest fear is he's going to be gone next year. Like, he just. Oh, he's. He, well, no, Flores, no. Flores, Flores. Flores. Oh, Flores? Flores. Gotcha. Dude, I'm telling you right now, this is showing up. And that's why it's really becomes – it sucks when you have a really good defensive coordinator because now yeah. everyone's like, dude, we want these guys. Because, dude, defense, defense wins championships. KOC was not wrong. The only people that deserved game balls yesterday were the defense, mm-hmm. the entire defense. For keeping K- KOC, the, he called it a championship-caliber defense. In the no, it was. Do you think it is? They punted the entire game. Like, that's – and even with a backup quarterback, dude, at one point I was like, they know they have Devontae Adams over there, right? They know that they have Hunter Renfro. They know that they have all these people. What are they doing? They, they can't even do anything. And then you turn around and it's because of plays like that. Daniil Hunter abusing the center and at the same time, do you want him coming in on a twist? Like this, stuff like this, just getting him off his spot. Here's forcing- a, Harris, a Harrison Smith pressure here too. Which is great, right? Like Harry's showing up, dude. Well, the kid's totally yeah, here, jam front, right? The kid was totally confused all day, too, which, which is great to see. Of course you are. Look at this. Pause. Yeah. Right here. Pause it. You're in a jam front. It's really, it's like an odd structure, but everybody's moved in. Our defensive ends have now moved to D tackles, right? So you're basically saying, hey, listen, you're in a running formation. You have your fullback in the game. You're in some sort of 21 personnel. Something's going on. At the same time, we need to counteract the run game, right? They have Josh Jacobs back there. They're not stupid. But all of a sudden, Harry coming down here screws up. Look at everybody over here is like, why is the safety down? Yep. That's a, that's a <laughs> He's huge... like not paying attention. It's like he's right? like, well, what yeah, am I going to do today? Down. He comes Everybody's down old... in this. And as soon as Harry comes up, they're like, okay, hold on. We're going to re-mic all this because now we have to account for Harry because he's crazy and he'll come and he'll, he'll, he'll blow it up. Play it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I love, I love right there, that strike to Josh Jacobs. Love it. 
year, what, 12 for Harry? 11? Just coming off the ball, striking their number one player, just getting right into his face like, yeah, I don't think so, dude. Play like this, show up. Every down. God, getting a hit on him. Dude. (laughs) Poor kid. Yeah, he had no idea. He had nowhere to go, but at the same time, look what you did. You put Josh Jacobs on Harry. And is that Daniil? Yes. Yes, That's Daniil again. is, Is that a... Mauer, the tight end. Of oh, eighty seven here you're looking yeah, at? Yeah, you put you put a tight end. Naga, Naga, Naga. Not gonna work here, right? <laughs> but dude, that's an unfair situation. But this all goes to everything that Brian's doing. Smart enough, all of a sudden we know how to get these one on one matchups. You get Harry off the edge at the same time, start to put this quarterback in a bind. He's just gonna start freaking out even more, dude. It's so Harry, Harry start Harrison Smith starts the chaos, right? For sure, because everything else is picked up pretty well at the at well, the first part of point and, of and attack. And then he turns and then, right into Daniil and is like, "Oh no, 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 no! I definitely don't want to go that way." Yep. <laughs> Does a huge three sixty and still gets yeah. tackled by Daniel. <laughs> hey, so Booney, how how important <sighs> how important does it become too that it looks like on a week to week basis? Flores tweaks things enough where, like, if you are now the the uh, the Bengals, and you sit down and watch film. Okay, some of the principles that you're going to see from this game defensively from the Vikings might apply, but you're also probably going to see different looks. How tough does that make it to scout a team when they are when they are coming up with a game plan that changes things consistently to suit what you do well to try and combat that? It becomes inc- incredibly hard, especially because normally what we do is we go back and watch all the games previous, mm-hmm. and we'll try and find who are their guys that they like to bring, who do they like to drop. And we've talked about this before. When you're going in every week and changing one little detail of a blitz, all of a sudden that forces us to watch two more hours to be like, all right, was this an accident? Did they mean to do this? Was this something planned? Like, Because at times it doesn't make sense, and you're like, What's going on out there? And then as you watch it evolve from week to week, you're like, he's just changing one thing. Maybe instead of the three technique coming, now he's dropping, which will completely screw up everything because as a guard, if I'm setting the three technique and he drops, you're going to hold me for a second. And then all of a sudden, here comes a free blitzer off the edge. Like he's always going in and changing stuff up, which just constantly keeps us on our toes and also forces us to be very strategic in a fist fight. Right, like we have to always remember things like yo, nine nine's always down, nine one, nine eight, five two, nine seven, and all of a sudden everyone stands up, they start moving around, and you're like, Oh man, here it comes. Who's coming, who's going? Everyone's talking a whole bunch of mess. You're like, dude, I don't know if they're playing with me or not. Like it becomes really fun, but at the same time, if you're not on it, it sucks. Okay, yes, boys. Ask Oakland. We so the defense awesome. Great. Shut out, awesome work. Championship defense. Okay, let's uh, oh, let's dive gosh. into let's uh, pour some acid into our eyes here and let's oh watch. This is Josh Dobbs oh running for his life here. You tell us what's happening on some of these plays. Okay. Do I have to? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, here we go. We're in gone pro, right? We're we're three by two. I love you know I love it. Force the defense. Show your hand. What are you doing? What are you doing? Little twist. Twist gets home here. All right. To be fair, didn't have our starting right guard. We lost our right tackle during the game. It gets a little hairy in here, right? Spa. I know. Go back. I know. <laughs> this is I'm painful. already feeling like a. I'm already feeling like a coach, man. I'm, all right, here we go. Pause it. We're in the same situation as before. Five O is universal between every single team. Hear me. 
Every single team says 5-0. They say it in different terms. Some people say popo. Some people say donuts. Some people say 5-0. Some people say a whole bunch of mess. It means the same thing. It means five are blocking the five known rushers. These are the five known rushers, right? Obviously, we have the four down linemen. We're going to count Spillane because this dude just shows up everywhere, and I love him. So we're going to count him in our process because he's going to be tracked in here. But at the same time, number one is covering Justin Jefferson man-to-man. Number five is covering Madison man-to-man. When we snap the ball on a 5-0, we must get off the line of scrimmage because they're going to do some sort of twist. It's going to be a two-man or three-man twist everywhere because initially everyone's pulled to their own island. And the minute people start crossing over other guys' midlines, your islands start getting connected. So right here, Dalton Reisner and Bradbury – instantly become teammates on this right you have to switch this off but the problem is bradbury here go ahead play it when he goes to punch him right there kind of misses his hand a little bit and i don't Uh, know how i don't know how somebody can get you in a headlock i'm just going to be honest with you this is a bad spot to be it's a bad situation because look now number one this should be called holding go back should be called holding on the defense and i'm not being a dick that's true like i get really mad about this because at times They'll hold the shit out of you, and they'll smoke your quarterback. And so you're like, listen, man, don't, don't do that again. But here he's got him in a headlock. It's clearly holding. But at the same time, see the right guard, and I think – what is Blake the right Brandle. guard? Yeah. Brandle. Yeah. Yeah. He comes down here. He's assuming that they're going to switch this, right? But he doesn't see anybody. He does a great job of fighting off Spillane because he does a good job of stopping the penetrator right here. Punch. Good, good. He's like, all right, switch, switch. All right, here, where's my center? Where's my center? Because he so sees He's Spillane. supposed to be passing this yes. off to Bradbury, yes. who's, not, who's not here. Correct. Yeah. See how I said we're in a three-man game? This is yeah. this is it right here. This is your three-man game. And so he starts to go back. It's a phenomenal job. I'm telling you, it's so hard in the moment, but your oh. body naturally just does it. I don't know how it does it. The problem is number two gets there, right? He, he does a good job of getting there, but at the same time, it leads to a sack. But how do we avoid this? Get off the ball. Better strike. Do not allow that right there. Right? Everybody so else Pie chart of blame on this play. Bradbury getting off balance and then put in a headlock is probably the top <laughs> reason why this happened. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you don't at want the to same time that's defensive holding. Like you can't put somebody in the headlock. Yeah, it was stealth though. I don't know what to tell you though. It's a little bit I can tell you right now, too, but that's beside hey, the point. I can tell you this right now. I would never be like, coach, it's holding though. Like you just don't want him to even bring up the fact <laughs> that he's got you in a headlock. headlock. Yeah. Like you don't even want him to notice it. Like is that so, you in a in a headlock? I'm sure. No, no. <laughs> I'm showing him. you this play here because this is the play. This is a third down and six. Mm-hmm. And it winds up being like a 12 or a 15 yard scramble run, which is this is what we want. Why, uh, Josh Dobbs, use your legs on third down, get out there. Well, after this play was over, the cameras panned over to the sideline, the Fox cameras, and they showed Kevin O'Connell furious. He's like he he's yelling f bombs into his into his headset. And so I'm just I have not seen this play. I just I cut this for you guys. I his reaction seemed like maybe Josh Dobbs missed something down the field. You so know what he missed, don't you? You're just waiting for us to see. No, it. I swear to God, I have I, okay. I cut this ten minutes ago before the show started. What did he? What did he? Did he? Did he miss oh, something here? Over the middle. Oh yeah. Is that right Jordan there. Addison? Is that Jordan? Jordan Addison. I think he's open like three times. Go back. Go back. Yeah, he cuts he, across the middle. I, I don't think. Wait, yeah, where's Addison, Addison right here? Is he? He's the, right he's in the, the slot. Yeah, he's right, right here. There. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to cut across the middle and kind of like a over slash post. 
right? Oh, yeah. He's right there. He's open. You have right to there. throw it to him. Right there. Oh. You yeah. have to. He's open for an extended period of time. Kirk Cousins throws a dart there. Time out, right? time out though. Go back, because I don't know we're going to see this from behind. And remember, when we watch film, we never watch this angle from the O-line rooms. We don't care what happens. We just really get blamed for everything. <laughs> but I want to see. Hold on. So it's all there right there. I mean, yeah, that's, no, you can throw it. You can throw it. Yeah, no, I don't know why he didn't throw it. Throw it. Throw oh, it now. Man, yeah, throw it now. A... Throw it now. Oh, God. Throw Look it right now. He, he's and even great looking look. at him. I think that's why he's yelling at him. Story, I think that's yeah, why he's man. losing his mind because he's like, dude, throw it. Eh. What are you concerned about there? The defend, uh, the defender on the right side who you think might jump in front of the route or what? Maybe, but you got to – dude, as an NFL quarterback, you got to make that throw. Sure. You, you have five yards of separation. Yeah. He's throwing to a Put spot. Put a little dump too, right? on it and get it to him. I don't know what the problem is. Mean, right there. Throw, right? throw it. You're literally throwing it to like – the thirty-five, yeah, exactly where you drew it. I'm, that's where I'm throwing it, yeah. and I'm like, get no, he underneath. Does, he it, does dude. get the he gets the fifteen there. So, and this is just. But I think the problem to... is you throw it to Jordan Addison, and anything could happen. <laughs> he cuts back a lot. I mean, dude, you're in a zero-zero game. Wow, <laughs> there are a lot of people like somebody better put up a tutty or we're in trouble. Ownership's right. going to be like, hey, how much is that cap? Y'all put up three points. <laughs> 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 we're doing reduced bonuses this year. <laughs> no, no Christmas party. Just canceled hey, it. Hey, I'm not even going to. I don't want to talk about this play because I think that this and this is where pause. Why is Matt? I would have. I would have ham on a defensive edge rusher. Hear me when I say this. I always stood up for my friends when we played because I felt like I had to be the guy that said something. I would have been really mad about a play like this. Right. And I've said this to Jay before Jeremiah. I don't like when we put fullbacks and tight ends on these guys, but then we allow the quarterback to set up right there. That's not fair. You cannot do that to somebody. Number one, Ham has to come all the way across the formation. You have to run 10 yards. And while you're running this, and they tell you, oh, you know, get there, stay on this line. It's not true because you're reading this defensive end. And the minute he starts to run up this field, he's starting to bend your straight line. And it's getting closer to the quarterback. And you start to panic more and more. See how he starts to come out the field? Ham goes initially straight. But then it looks like he kind of gets out leverage. See that? Like, there's no good way to block this play. I'm telling you as an offensive lineman, unless that's like Oliver, you don't want to put these guys running all the way across back and then blocking a defensive end like that. Like, I just never found that to be very cool. If you are going to do that, you keep the quarterback on the move. You don't yeah. allow him to pull up because, number one, Ham has to completely stop. See how he completely stops his feet, and this guy just continues running on this course. And it's like, dude... You're letting a, a hammer hit a nail right now, and then you get mad at Ham when he gives up this sack. Like that's not fair. So it's, what should, an un, it's an unfair design, essentially. What, what should what you do is you, Well, number one, I hate these plays. If anything, make this a boot. Ham, keep running. Right, let twenty take you, and then we'll just boot around. Let Jordan Addison t- keep on this over route. Like I'm not a so fan. He should of, just be, he should be booting yeah, out to the left yeah, yeah. here. Do right? naked just run waggle. This guy. If you're going to do a pull-up like this, like this in my mind is like a 394 slant, like your really true play action, you need to put a tight end on him initially, and then you can send another tight end across to help. That's different. But when you tell the fullback, hey, I want you to run over there and go block this defensive end screaming off the ball to get this sack, what do you, what do you want him to do? Yeah. And I already just told you you're not allowed to cut him. Like, <laughs> That's an right. unwinnable situation. That's why I don't like these plays. And what? I've said this to a lot of OCs. Why does Darisaw go go back, Phil? If if you would, why why does Darisaw's responsibility is so small here? Oh, he's he, dude. He's too in there. No, no, no. If anything, you would say 
Oliver, you have to stay in this. But the problem okay. is pause. You're going slant. See how you're faking the 394, right? See how you're faking 94? This looks like 94 zone, right? Yeah. Just yeah, the, you're, the this is a, I mean, you want the, the, the you illusion of a run here. You have to sell Derisaw. and the tight end are connected because he's in that back gap. Okay. So that's why those two are connected. Had that guy been more on Derisaw, and I don't know who that is. Is that 90? If mm-hmm. 90, go back. If 90 would have been just more straight up on Derisaw, go back, Mac. Boss. Yes, 90. See how he's, he's, he's in this like yep. five technique kind of. He's in this gap, right? All of a sudden, if he goes more head up, Derisaw can take him and then Oliver can branch back out. But here he's too committed in the gap and Derisaw has to check his inside. Oliver is responsible for his outside. I mean, it's just, mm. it, dude, I'm telling you, I've seen a m- million of these run. It just never works unless the throw is right now because you are allowing a defensive end to just come humming up the field and this Fullback has to stop his feet, get ready to pass block. Like, it's like, dude, this guys don't do that. Don't let him make. That's not fair. Be curious to hear like what Kevin O'Connell's response to the critique of the, the everything you just said makes total sense. And if there's one, like there's there's a few pillar principles that we should just have beat into our heads from doing this with you and watching film. And one of them is you should not have a tight end, a running back, or a fullback blocking an edge rusher or a defensive tackle. Really ever, unless ever. unless there's some <laughs> trick, you know, unless there's a bootleg involved or something right. where you're scheming it up. But th- this that last play essentially just turns into a drop back play action pass. Yes, and you're it does. and you're and you got CJ Ham on on a guy that's 75 pounds heavier than he is, right? On ah, pins and needles 50, too. Maybe 50 pounds. It's CJ Ham, so still. <laughs> still so this, this is the ensuing like third and nine. <laughs> this is Max Crosby, I believe. Yeah. Ryan O'Neill was. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. If there's one dude I wish I could have played, it would have been Max Crosby. Oh, really? Played against, I feel, huh? I feel like him and I would have had fun. He reminds me a lot of Chris Long. A lot of Chris Long. Oh, Only does. he seems like he. I mean, it's hard to explain, describe Chris Long because his dad was Howie, but these those two have a lot of similarities. Go back. This one hurts me to say, but <sighs> on this play right here, yeah, we got to punch better. Just got a strike. And, and this is from watching the game. I mean, his get off was phenomenal. Max Crosby, but see how right here we're turned open. I'm not saying that's bad, but see how he prized that outside shoulder right there. Did he think it he just, was getting a chip from Madison? I think O'Neal? he did. And, I, and he, did, I he didn't get a chip here, really. Uh, let's watch. Hold on. I like Madison's cleats, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? Like super lime green. Love it. Very nice. Here we go. Nice cleats. Uh, if, if anything. And this is another world where I sit really gray. It's so hard to tell somebody how to set if you're going to give them a chip. He just kind of bailed out of there. Yeah, I mean, so that, he, uh, he's supposed to chip him there, right? Go back, chip, little sun chip, it, little, little dude, uh, this, on the edge. This is strictly because of his get off, and this is sometimes, Maggie, you've heard me talk about this. That sometimes the fear of their get off alone can scare you into a different world. This is not Brian's normal set. I've seen it's Brian's not- set. 2,000 times. <laughs> that is not – no, no, not even that. Go back. You're you saying before see, the snap. The whole thing is not his set. And this is what the fear of someone's get-off does to you. And Brian, in my opinion, is an all-pro right tackle. And I love the way he plays the game. He's extremely proficient. Right there. He's That's turned. not Brian. That's not Brian O'Neill. But the thought of him cutting the corner that quickly will do that to an all-pro. I'm not even kidding you. 
felt that. I know what it feels like. And all of a sudden you watch yourself and you're like, that's not who I am. That's not what I am. But it's the fact that he could turn the corner this fast. And at the same time, you wonder, go back. And I've said this to Frank Gore before. Why the hell didn't you hit him? What the hell was running through your mind that you literally thought you didn't need to strike him in the ribs and maybe knock him out of the freaking game? Like, tell me what's running through your mind right here. I have him by the neck. You could come in here and break a rib for me, but instead you're like, no, I'll just boogie out the back door. Dude, that used to bother me. And I'm not saying it's Alexander Madison's fault that this is a sack. This is squarely on Brian O'Neill. But at the same time, a lot of it is because of his get-off, dude. It was – at one point, I thought he was offsides. Yep. They, I think somebody else sack. was thinking it, too. I, dude, a lot of people sack. were like, man, what – I tweeted I, it. I couldn't – I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, he is. Yep. And that's why I call him Chris Long because Chris Long was the same way, man. Like, and they're strong and they're long and they know how to use their hands and you know they want to fight you. You're like, God, this is going to be a day. And then you put Aaron Donald next to him. All yeah, right, this one's great. About it. This Explain is the this. one that you get talking about. This is. Go back. <laughs> go, go ahead. I don't want to watch it from the same. Do you want the end zone I, cam? Yeah, there's no point to watching it any other way because nothing even happens here. All right, pause. So the. I'm watching this play, and I was watching it on this exact film, and I'm like, okay, I don't have any announcers to tell me what's going on. Let's try and figure this out. So as I start doing this, I'm like, okay, we're in a simple under front, okay? We're in an under front. Instantly, the call should be to the right. Why? Because we have more guys to the right that are a threat, correct? And we have a guy on the right that is uncovered. So number one, this is going to be hard to explain. So hold on. A so, so you're saying you're gonna we're gonna you're gonna when you say go to the right, we're going center to the right over here. I was just gonna right? say go erase those real quick. Draw a line mm-hmm. down the center, just down the center's head. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Everything to the right is now on the right tackle, right guard, and center. We call this a duel. You're dueling all of this. Anything comes, you three have to take the most dangerous three any way they come. Backside, you guys are manned up. Most defenses know this in an under front. This is why the twists always happen backside to the three technique because they know it's just these two here. And at the same time, I'm not speaking for anyone, but I'm assuming that Ty Chandler is backside on this linebacker backside, right? Simple, simple pro. Play. Okay. Come in. Come on, technology. Come on. Yeah. Can I, can I, there we go. There we go. The minute that he walks up in there, go back. Everything is shut down. Now, here's what I'm going to say. We have two backups in. So we got we got back. Well, we have a backup Question here. Barry. We have a backup here. Randall. And we have a backup here. Correct. Now, he doesn't really matter. And a backup but, here. <laughs> those two. Those two matter. Because in this duel, and I'm not speaking for anyone, but I'm telling you right now, this is on the right guard because the minute that your linebacker walks up backside, you should be coming down. And at the same time, it kind of spooks Bradbury a little bit. And I think he kind of gets caught in the middle of like, Oh my God, does this guy know to come with me? Cause see how he's kind of not really playing the nose and he sh- watch, keep playing it. Wait, you're He'll saying sh- it's on the left guard or the right guard, the right guard. Keep going. It's on, it's on Brandle. You're saying keep going. You'll see why. Okay. Let me just back it up a, a frame here. Right there, and now right there. See that hand? He's kind of like, dude, where are you? He's kind of asking the guard, where are you? At the same time, pause. Oliver has 39. 
76 has him. Come on, right guard. Come on, right guard. Where are we going? You have no idea how mad I would have been <laughs> in this play. On this so play. should and he I be also... shoving Bradbury out? Is that what you're saying, or what's like? No, what... go back. Bradbury and the right guard need to squeeze this. It's their it's their linebacker. Like you're not even dueling anymore because the tight end's in. You don't need to duel. You two are here. Running back has five. Got it. So the, all of this is cleaned up, and Correct. then this is you on two you guys are right, right here, and then this At is on first, you guys right here. When you watch this. When you first watch this, I probably would have been like, this is on Dalton Reisner, thinking that it was straight up pro because the number one rule is you are never, ever allowed to let somebody run through the A-gaps when the quarterback is under because this is exactly what happens. He just chases the quarterback all the way through the backfield and gets a 15-yard sack. You can never do that. And so that's why I was like, well, under under center, the backside guard should squeeze, will heavy that. And then all of a sudden, the running back should take the D-tackle. But it doesn't end up happening like that because everybody's basically manned up. The running back has number five. Just, dude, so I'm does, telling you. So does does Brandel – should Brandel have taken Bradbury's guy and yes. Bradbury should have slid and t- taken the linebacker? Yes. Okay. Be, for two reasons. Number one, you had the tight end staying in on a T.O. And number two – Dalton Reisner didn't squeeze that, which makes me think that that was the declaration. And we probably could have gone through the sideline and seen the declaration. But the minute that he called him a declaration, and that just comes down to a lot of things, right? Like a new new uh, right guard in the game. You're in a way stadium. It's a dumb question. crazy intense game. Uh, dumb question. But w- with a veteran quarterback who can also help with line calls, can he identify when, when he starts to see that, can he identify and change no. protections or no? No. Okay. No, that, that that blitz is basically timed up on the motion. So you're basically okay. white 10, and as soon as he says that, he starts to move. So it's supposed to be one of those instinctual. But that's why I say like a new right guard in the moment in an away stadium, white 10, he starts to move, and he's probably like, well, somebody will get that. I'm this way. When you're supposed to be like, that's my guy. Why is he going this way? Well, the next thing I know, the ball snapped, I move in. Like you just, You're supposed to naturally follow him. But when you don't, yeah, cause a 10-yard sack. Yep. Oh, just. Uh, I know, right? So I bad. Know. Bad day of you film. Bad day hey, of film. We get, At least they won. Last Run few minutes of the podcast here. A shout out to our friends. Can I go widescreen here? I think Maya Mackey is. You see her back oh, here? Oh, yeah. Sound asleep. Taking a little snooze. Not a little Boy, she doesn't like the trenches as much as the rest of us do. No, she's more into like the skill position stuff. I don't Actually, she she really just wants her Nutrisource chicken and rice. It's almost lunchtime. For Maya Mackey, yeah. Nutrisource is the official dog and pet food of Purple Daily and Score North, gentlemen. Absolutely right. Stella, the same way. In fact, look at her. She's a scat back, right? Like, she catches some oh, passes, yeah. but, I mean, she's, she's got... Like the, no, she's she, like Darren Sproul. Exactly. Of, uh, dog. Exactly right. She's got nothing to do with blocking, but everything to do with Nutrisource, just like that guy, the Vinster, who probably could block. Yeah, uh, good little undrafted UDFA right there. Like he's uh, he's ready to go. He's got some Ivan Pace to his like, game. What you talking about? Yep, he'll, he'll <laughs> intercept a ball when you're not expecting it. He'll just show up big time. Everyone's passing on him. He does uh, he does a pretty damn good job, and he loves his Nutrisource. Nutrisource chicken and rice is the Mackie household food, um, and NutrisourcePetFoods.com is the website to find Nutrisource retailers near you. Before we say goodbye to our guy Booney, too, you can find him on the O line committee. Uh, Jeremiah Searles and Booney just breaking stuff down, breaking down film across the NFL uh, O-line committee on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Dex, do you hey. want to fire anyone's ass? Yeah, yeah, Booney? No, no. Go ahead, Dex. Who are you firing? I'm curious to see who you're going to uh, A little bit maybe of a surprise. A guy you probably aren't Ooh. thinking of, maybe. 
not like a household name. I'm going to go to the coordinator well. I'm going to go to the coordinator well in the NFC North because this guy continues to have this job, and I don't know how. Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator, come on down. You are fired, man. Three years in a row as the D.C. of the Lions. The Lions ranked 25th in points this year. They ranked 32nd last year, 29th the year before. The Motor City Kitties are kind of derailing a little bit here. They're getting, they're getting up, picking up some losses. They've allowed a lot of points over the last few games. We're going to make a call here. Dan Campbell, go bite off some kneecaps and fire your D.C. Aaron Glenn, wow. come on down, man. Wow. Wow. Fire his ass. Mm-hmm. Fire his ass. Nasty. Is out it's that season, dude. It is firing season. It's it going to be exciting. By the way, Mackie, remember, did you see how you went this week? Did you see your uh In my games? my picks on your pod? Is it not good? I haven't checked. It's not good, bud. Oh, it's no. not, this is, I told you, man. It's all about December. Got to get that stride You know, like the, the, the Packers never lose games in December, Matt LaFleur. I'm the opposite. My takes get worse the deeper into the football. Oh, you're tired. Yeah. Oh. Just fatigue sets in. Your takes start to get cloudy. It's really tough, man. So, well, Booney, hey, great stuff. Football. Thanks Let's for breaking that. all that down. Next week. Terms. Can't wait. This should be an interesting game, though, honestly. like the I'm assuming they're probably going to go with Nick this week, right? He's got, yeah, yeah. Almost I mean, I, I've got it. And at this point, it's kind of like, I'm interested to see how this game's going to go because Bengals are playing tough. And they have a, and everyone kind of laughed at me, but they have a really good defense, dude. And if they get start getting hyped up, it, it could be a rough day for everybody. And, they have enough playmakers on offense, but this is going to be an interesting game. And honestly, it'll be interesting to see where the rest of the season goes with all this. It's the Kirk backup bowl, man. You got Jake Dude. Browning, former Vikings training camp arm versus Nick Mullins. A battle of Kirk backups. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Wow. So excited. All right. Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. That's your trenches with Boone. Football. See you guys.